0: What's up, how are you? What's going on, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good. This is Kyle Edwards with the KME Edits Podcast. I'm with Daquan Davis, Roman Catholic basketball star and now Arcadia basketball star. Uh, how you doing,
0: Daquan? I mean, I'm doing good. How you doing today?
1: I'm doing very well. So you're a two-time PCL champ and a two-time, two-time state champ with Roman Catholic. What was it like being a part of a great program in Roman Catholic?
0: Uh, I mean I felt like from day one, uh everyone at Roman Catholic, uh, you know, in the basketball program and outside of the basketball program just uh opens you with welcome arms. Uh everyone's like a big family there. As far as the basketball program goes, I feel as though like um I feel like we were so good because we were so close together. We spent a lot of time not only on the basketball court together, but outside of the basketball court as well. And uh our coach and staff is just great, top to bottom guys on the roster listen to listen to coaches <clears throat> we weren't afraid of uh hearing criticism and taking criticism and going with it and i felt like that led to like a lot of our success
1: yeah roman's definitely a great school it's like a brotherhood and you all understand what you go there
0: absolutely i mean i still to this day even with like all the new coaches that are there and things like that i still have a close bond with those guys i still go up to roman and visit and work out with all those guys like i said that's like a brotherhood that's going to last last you for a lifetime
1: Yes it is. And you earned second team all Catholic your senior year. Do you think you were kind of disrespected in like your last season at Roman? Well,
0: I mean, in a way, I just I don't really feel like I was disrespected. I felt like um second team was probably, you know, what what uh was actually deserving, uh given effect of the other guys that were in the league <laughs> and given effect um of my role at Roman. Uh I wasn't really able to like you know, show what I was capable of on the court until my senior year, given the fact that I played with other the great players like Tone Carl, Lamar Stevens, and uh, Nas Bostic and other great players, Paul Newman, who's also at Bucknell. So I just felt like I had to wait my time in my senior year. I showed a little bit without, you know, a little bit of what I was capable of. But I felt like second team. I mean, it's, it's just an honor to be a part of one of those teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, you balled out your last year. You made a name for yourself.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And now you were coached by John McNesby and Matt Griffin. Yes. What was it like to have that transition from McNesby to Griffin? Was it hard?
0: Well, it was – yeah, I I would say it was hard. Uh, Given the fact that my first three years I was under McNesby, it was kind of hard. And it was my first time, you know, going through a transition phase of changing coaches. So everything was new. Coaching style was new. The way practice was ran the way practice uh, was ran was new and everything. And it was just like – it was a huge adjustment. Both great guys, both great coaches, just two different styles of play that, you know, once I got adapted to it, it was, you know, it was fine from there on out.
1: Now, what was it like being coached by Griffin, who's now making a name for himself in the Catholic League?
0: Coach Matt Griffin, great guy, great coach as well. Um, It it was – I mean, it it was really a pleasure being coached by him. He kind of gave me the confidence when he first got to the school to, you know, Go out and play with the most confidence. Uh, he was also a coach who wasn't, you know, big on like, you know, getting on players when they made mistakes. Cause, you know, like if you, you know, if, if you get on players when they make mistakes, you know, it may take confidence away from him. Coach Mack, who was like one of the most uplifting coaches, if not the most uplifting coach that I've ever had in my career. And therefore, he helped me build my confidence, not only playing under him, but also when I moved on to the next level.
1: And it had to be kind of hard for a guy like you going in your senior year. And now you have a coach who you never, before and don't know if he's gonna play you the same as the other guy would absolutely were you ever worried about
0: that uh I wouldn't say I was really worried about like not playing only because I felt like I was a senior number one and number two I felt like I had worked my behind off to get to where I was and I felt like it was it, it was going to you know like not not basically given to me but like I had worked for it and I knew that it was my time to show and I was going to get that opportunity to show that what
1: I can do on a basketball court Cause I know some guys get a little worried with that when they have a new coach. When it's like, oh, because this coach promised me this and all that.
0: But you just absolutely, awesome. yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of tough. You know, once once one coach Chris told us that he was leaving. I mean, not gonna lie. The next couple of days after that, I did kind of worry and things like that. But as time went on, and I got to meet Coach Matt Griffin, I mean, I, I I had the most confidence in him.
1: Now, what's the biggest thing you take away from Roman? Now, this could be in basketball or just in life in general that you still use today.
0: I don't know it's just like the whole the whole brotherhood like once you find you know a group of people or you know that that you you feel like you can build with and move forward uh with your life for the rest of your life like you know just stick with it and keep going because I felt like Roman like even now today like I said with me graduating over about four years ago from there like I still can go there I still can go back and talk to people build off things that they may have learned uh ever since that I uh like I've graduated from there and just Take it into my everyday life, so basically, just the brotherhood part of
1: it and the loyalty of Roman. Good answer, I like that answer a lot. What, why did you choose Arcadia?
0: Well, uh, Arcadia was, uh, I'm not gonna lie, coming out of high school, I wanted to play Division One, Division Two basketball. I mean, like anybody else would. Uh, Div- Div- uh Arcadia was kind of like um, the only school that I had at the time, uh, the coaches. At Arcadia, Coach Justin Scott, who's now at St. Joe's, he kind of, like, was on me, you know, ever since the first day of my senior year. I came to open gyms, came to almost every single game my senior year. And, you know, all the loyalty that Arcadia showed to me, I just said, why not? I went for it. And, um, I mean, I'm happy with the decision that I ended up making now with the uh, place that I'm in. And, I mean, I just took it and went with it.
1: Yeah, and so your freshman season you come in, you win the MAC Rookie of the Year, and you won Arcadia's Male at of the Year. Did you yes. see yourself, like, coming in absolutely tearing up the league right away?
0: Oh, uh, I wouldn't say that. I saw myself coming in and tearing the league up right away, like how I did. But I would say that I had confidence that eventually it would happen. I mean, endless, endless hours in the gym with Coach Justin Scott and Coach Matt Griffin as well. Although I had graduated, he still allowed me to get in the gym and work out with him. I just felt like if I you know, just keep working every day and just keep my keep my keep uh, the pedal to the metal that it was only gonna be a matter of time before I had success at the school. So as far as like how fast it happened, I would say that I'm a little surprised, but mm-hmm. I mean when you put in the work and you know everything else is going play plays part.
1: And when you said you wanted to play D one or D two like everyone else. After your freshman season when you won the Rookie of the Year and the Male Athlete of the Year, did you ever consider transferring to D1 or D2?
0: Not after my first year. Maybe after, like, my sophomore year, after I had won Player of the Year my sophomore year and we had actually won the championship uh I was looking into it. But like after a while as you, you know, grow older and you mature, you get out of, you know, chasing the division one just to say you played division one. At that point I had like grew a bond with the guys that, that I was playing with at Arcadia and I, I just got to the point where I wanted to stay. I mean, so
1: Yeah, like you said, your second year you win the Mac player of the year, the first in Arcadia's history. Yeah. And you also won a championship. Was that kind of a shocking year to win the championship and the player year, or did you kind of see that happen after your freshman player course? Player of the year was kind of shocking to me,
0: only because, I mean, I wasn't really sure how they did the votes. I mean, there was three to four other guys that were averaging more points than me, but our team did come in first, and I happened to average the most points on my my team. So, I mean, it was a little surprising, but not surprising. But as far as, like, winning the championship that year, I wasn't surprised. We had a great group of guys, a lot of seniors on the team that has actually played in the championship their freshman year or sophomore year, so I knew that they had experience. I mean, and just add me in with that group of guys, I just felt like, you know, that, that was going to be our year to win the championship.
1: And you already went through a transitioning coaches in high school. Absolutely. And then you go through it again in college. <laughs> right. How was that transition, and do you like Coach Van Zelst? uh absolutely this
0: transition out look I, I, I wouldn't even lie to you this one was tough as well too only because i was on the court more at arcadia and i've been through a lot more with justin scott than i have coach mcnesby so when you know when he you know let me know that he was leaving i'm not, it, it was pretty hard on me the first couple of weeks uh knowing that i wasn't gonna have justin scott but you know now with coach adam you know like i said two different coaching styles you know but each one has their own coaching style in a way. but And uh, as far as Coach Adam, I mean, he's a great coach. You know, a young guy coming in his first year leading us back to the championship. Uh, I know a lot of people, you know, didn't think that he could do it. But, you know, I was one of the guys that was on his side from day one with the utmost confidence that he could get us back to where he, where we were the year before he did just that. So I feel like, you know, Coach Adam was going to be a great coach at Arcadia.
1: Yeah, he came in and dominated with you guys his first year. Absolutely,
0: yeah. He demanded a lot of us. He had a lot of confidence that we could get back to where we were. We all knew that it wasn't going to be easy having eight seniors graduate and, you know, basically being replaced by, like, eight freshmen coming in. So, But he never, like, you know, once doubted that we couldn't get back to where we were, and I love that. And the fact that he came in with confidence in us and had our back, it only made me want to go out there and play harder for him and have his back.
1: And now you go to your junior year. You become the all-time leader in points at Arcadia. What? Take me through that season.
0: What was that like? Uh, I mean, uh, a lot of ups, ups and downs. Him and just
1: stuck with
0: it. Lot, lot, yeah, a lot of ups and downs. To be honest, started off the season four and zero, really hot as a team, all coming together, playing defense. Then we kind of, you know, we hit a slump. I mean, just like I mean, any other basketball team. Like I said, we were young. It was only a matter of time before you know we hit that wall. Um, the the thing that I love most is that as a team, we we stuck together. Like we didn't get too high in the wins or too low in the losses. Like when we were up and we were winning, yeah, we were happy, but when we were losing, yeah, of course we were upset, but like we all stuck together and we knew that the end result of wanting to get to a championship wasn't going to happen if we didn't stick together, if we didn't just keep grinding away every single day. I mean, as far as me and, you know, like the points, like you said, like I just found a rhythm and like, I knew that my team was going to be, you know, depending on me to, you know, you know, win certain games, make certain plays. I mean, I was up
1: for the challenge. I,
0: slept and thought about it every night. So I was I was prepared for the moment.
1: Yeah, you definitely were cause you balled out. I mean now going into your senior year this year, do you find pressure to bring home a championship? Like, uh is this the year?
0: Yes, I feel like there is a lot of pressure because my sophomore year, I was only a sophomore, like I said, there were other there were four other seniors in the starting lineup. And the guys who came off the bench were also seniors. So I feel like in my mind, like you know, some people may think that, you know, I lead, I, I, you know, I was falling on my seniors to win that championship. And then I get there the next year and I couldn't, you know, get it done. So I feel as though this year, to me, in my mind, is a lot of pressure to get to the championship and actually win the championship, not just getting there.
1: Now, has your guy's season been pushed back at all? Or
0: yes, our season know? as of now is, you know, probably going to start around, you know, January. Okay.
1: Which doesn't doesn't change anything. You still got there and won a championship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll still get the opportunity to win a championship. We'll, the only difference is we'll probably just play conference games and then go into the playoffs from there.
1: Okay. Now, is there anybody in the NBA or college who you watch film on and you try to model your game after?
0: Uh, there's a few guys. I mean,
1: I I, I try to like you know imitate guys who I feel like has a similar
0: game or guys that you know like I like I feel like I can imitate. So as far as like you know pace i would say like even in like even now today playing with tone car for mm-hmm. so long i just like you know try to imitate like his pace and speed of the game like he just controls the whole game and he slows the game down there's like the whole the whole forty minutes of the game is just played at his pace. Uh, as far as NBA dudes, uh, I watch I watch like guys that are like under the radar, like me, uh, Reggie Jackson. I feel like he's really good as far as like using ball screens, getting downhill, and knowing when to pull up, and knowing when to get to the rim, as as well as like knowing when to make the right pass and the right play at the right time. So I would say basically those two guys.
1: Okay, good good guys to mile your game after. Reggie Jackson, he's underrated.
0: Absolutely. That's why I watch he, a guy he, like him because I felt he, like even now today that I'm a little bit underrated and I felt like, you know, I can you know, imitate his game and take things out of his game and add him to mine.
1: Yeah, leads me to my next question. What would you say the most underrated part of your game is? Uh, I feel
0: like the most underrated part of my game is actually being able to, like, do, like, lead lead a team. Like, being able to go out there and run my own team. I, like, growing up, uh, playing at Roman, like, I was a spot-up shooter. Like I said, to him, having the ball in his hands majority of the game. Um, I was just a standstill guy. So, at you know, at 5'11", at the time when I was in high school, standing in the corner, shooting threes, you know, wasn't really going to, you know, get you too far. But now I feel like having gone to Arcadia, having the ball in my hands, learning to, you know, be a leader vocally, and like coming into practice, working hard every day, I feel like it's, you know, I feel like I'm underrated in a sense of like now I can run my own team, I can have the ball in my hands and be trusted to make the right play, know when to score, know when to pass, know when to play at a fast pace, know when to slow everything down. So I feel like that's the most underrated part of my game.
1: You have a biggest strength, in your opinion? Say that again. Your biggest strength?
0: I would say my biggest strength is either shooting or getting to the rim. I felt like my speed, especially the league that I play in, like I'm a lot faster than guys. And I felt like my shooting, like once I find confidence in my shot and like don't overthink it, I feel like I, I can shoot the ball in a hot clip.
1: Now, is there anything, because you're going to your senior, anything you need to work on that you have, like you're not so well at, this there's thing that you got to get better at?
0: Uh, I, w- I would say on the defensive end. At, at Roman, I was like the defense, like all, like, to go hand-to-hand with my shooting, I was on the floor at Roman because I guard. I guarded the best guys on the other team uh, almost every night. And I felt like once I got the Arcadia, I started scoring the ball. I started scoring the ball a lot. And I got up, out of wanting to defend guys and things like that. But, like, I feel like I, I, I let my team down in a sense uh, this year on the defensive end. So if I had to work on anything, I would just say, you know, the defense. And with me, is mindset. Like, I know that I can guard guys. It's just about, like, me wanting to do it. And, like, at this point, my senior year going out, I want to do everything in my power to help my team get back to where we were.
1: Yeah. And defense is mainly about hustle. If you can hustle, Absolutely. you can play good defense. Absolutely. All right, man. We'll go out and get that championship this year. I'll be rooting for you.
0: Thank you, man. Appreciate
1: it. No problem. And one more question. Gotcha. Who you got winning the NBA finals this year? To
0: LeBron James. I can't go against him. <laughs> I can't go against him at all.
1: That wasn't even any hesitation. LeBron. No
0: hesitation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Clippers might have, but they blew it. Uh, I think me, I'm a
0: LeBron play. fan and I like I'm I am i am always going with LeBron. I never go against him. Yeah, I think they got it this year.
1: Absolutely. All right, man. Have a good day. All right, Thanks. you too. Enjoy, Enjoy the, rest of, the rest of your day. You too. Gotcha.